Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about creating a movement, creating a movement not only with your business, but with your clients. And it's a really smart way to be able to create tribe, to be able to create community, to be able to make your clients feel that they are part of something bigger than just simply whatever service it is that you offer. So before I dive into that, what I want you to be thinking about here is just simply your service, the thing that you provide, the results that you get, the the thing that you do has to be bigger than just simply you doing this thing. And it tends to be the mistake that most people think. They are, oh, we provide SEO, or we provide accounting, or we provide a planning service, or we provide insurance, or we provide wealth creation, or we provide property, or we... And that's fine, but it's a low level of thinking that we need to be able to change. So before we dive into that, great to be able to have you. If this is the first time you've come and joined us, welcome. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Never miss an episode. We come to you every single week with the one purpose to better help you grow your business and make the impact that you truly want to make. What I love about professionals out there every single day is that they're making other people's lives better. And if we can just give you one little thing to be able to help you do that, if we can just make you think a little bit differently, if we can just maybe thought-provoke something that you go, huh, I hadn't thought about that, then I feel like each week we're adding some value into your world. So let's dive into here. How to turn your clients into this movement. And it has to start with uh, movement mentality as I call it. See, if you see each of your clients as individual clients, you can't get movement mentality. You can't get tribe mentality. So why do we even want that? Well, let's take some steps back before we can go forward. So the big thing to me is understand core needs of human beings. So one of the big core needs of human beings is the need for connection, to be around other people who are like them. If you look at your business now and you look at your clients, sure, you have all of this different type of client. But in the end, there's this common thing that they probably all have. And depending on what type of business you have, funny enough, you attract the same sort of clientele. And now, sure, you might have the odd one or two that are the the outliers as such, but the majority of your clients will be fairly similar. And now whether that's through age or whether that's through demographic or whether that's through profession or whether that's through the need or whether it's because of your personality type and they get to resonate with you a particular way, there will be things that have common all the way through your clients. You see, humans have always tended to be around other humans that are like them. So they might be around you because of your your thought Um, leadership. They might be around you because of your zone of genius. They might be around you because of the hobbies or interests that you have. They might be around you because the way that you do business. They might be around you because of your personality type and you're very direct or the complete opposite. But whatever it is, humans have always gathered around other humans that tend to be like them. When you think of your friendship group, and I always love that saying of, the five closest people you're around, look at their income and your income is going to be very similar. 
is because as humans, we tend to get around other people who are like us. And that comes back to this, this need for acceptance, this need for connection, this need of being part of this tribe. And caveman days, that's what it was all about. If you weren't part of the tribe, there's every chance that you're probably going to get eaten by the same two tigers or killed. So it was part of survival. And even though we're fast forwarded millions of years and we don't have to quite be on edge to survive, our brain has it. And our brain very much has this need for survival mentality. It's what its job's there to do. It's there to be logical. It's better there to be rational. It's there to be analytical. It's there to keep you safe. It's there to make sure you survive. So when you understand all of that, you've got an opportunity within your business, and in particular, this tribe mentality, this movement mentality, to tap into this primal instinct that humans already have. When you think about it, why does social media platforms go so well? Because people can be around other people who are like them. They can see what they're doing. They can see what's going on. They can feel a sense of connection. Why do people attend meetup groups, networking groups? People run, and the people who run are all part of runners' clubs. People who swim, and they're all part of swimmers' clubs. People who do French, and they're part of language clubs. See, it's ingrained in our culture, in our society, to be around other people who are like us. So understanding all of that, where is the actual real benefit or where's the chance for your business to be able to tap into this and be able to really go movement mentality, tribe mentality? Because those that are doing it keep their clients for longer, they get more referrals from their clients, and in the end, it's more fun. Business is more fun. From my perspective, why do I want our clients to have this movement mentality, this tribe mentality? Because they can make greater impact. They can do a lot more to be able to help society. And when I look at people, and in particular businesses, that bring their clients together and they raise money for charities or they do great things for the local community, it's like there's so much more good you can do when you've got pools of people together rather than all individual. So let me just give some different examples here. I think that's probably going to be the best way for me to be able to get through and get you to start thinking maybe how do you do this. Right, yeah. So first one, I'm a service business. Really doesn't matter. Let's go. I'm a financial, uh, in the financial service industry. Okay. So what normally happens? I've got client A and I help client A with whatever it is that they need help with. Then I've got client B and I help client B. And then I've got client C and I help client C and I've got client D and so forth. Okay, So let's just go, I've got 26 clients. And each client I work with and I help, they don't know each other. They don't know of each other. In essence, our relationship is just simply me with that client and that client back with me. Great. And that's really easy for someone to be able to look after and manage. I call it the individual relationship. The only problem with the individual relationship is as soon as that person has had enough of you, as soon as 
the bond, the closeness, the oxytocin between you and them changes. There's nothing that keeps them around. And now I see that happening all the time. So when you take those individual, I've got client A and I've got B and C and D and E and F and G, and you find ways to be able to bring them together so they know each other, so they can meet each other, so they can spend time with each other, so they can do fun things with each other, then all of a sudden, they don't now just have the closeness between you and them, they've got the closeness between you and them and the tribe and them. So sometimes when things maybe aren't going so great between you and them, they will go off to the tribe who will change their energy, who will change their emotion, will change their state. And in the end, it allows them to get back with you much faster because you've got other raving fans who will pick them up. The other really big important part of having client A and B and C and D and E and F to be able to be around each other is everyone has networks and you're giving your, your clients a chance to increase their networks to be able to maybe do more business with other people. Now, that's not why they're paying you, but imagine how great they feel about you if you're giving them opportunities to be able to develop or grow or get more business from things that they don't even pay you for. On the value meter, that's like right up there at a level 10 in terms of being able to add value. The more you can connect great people with great people, like-minded people with like-minded people, the more you get perceived as this hub and the more perceived value you have. And that's really powerful. So when you look at this movement mentality, this tribe mentality, really it comes down to A, a way of thinking, but B, what is it you actually want to be able to create? And it's got to be bigger than just simply your service. So when I think of our movement and being able to help every financial planner around the globe to have a business that they truly love, that they can make impact, not only for themselves, but for their clients. Because when I think about the ripple effect, and this is what lights me up, I can't go and help tens of millions of everyday people be better protected with their insurance or to be able to start creating wealth or to be able to leave some sort of legacy or to be able to set up their family. I can't do that at the level I want to be able to do that with. But if I can help the core person who can do that, financial planner, all of a sudden now, as a collective, as a tribe, we can help tens of millions of people. And therefore, that makes society a better place. So I don't focus so much on this is my service. I focus on the bigger vision and the bigger picture and why I actually want to do what it is that I do. Because when you've got that way of thinking, it's just so much in abundance. So you first thing you've got to do is you've got to go from 
I offer this, whatever that happens to be, into this is the movement I want to be able to create. Let me just give an example or two. I'm an SEO provider. Okay, good. So down at this level, what do I say to myself? I help people get on the front page of Google and get more clients. That's the service I provide, SEO. Okay, so from a movement perspective, and obviously there's lots of levels in between, but I'm just going to go from the base level to the top level. I help our clients to be able to grow their business, to be able to get more clients. But why? So I want our clients to fill in the gaps, whatever it happens to be. You see, when you get to that level, which is very much a, a story, limbic, feeling, emotional level, it's so much easier for people to be able to resonate with you. So what happens when people resonate with you? They know very quickly, are you their type of person or not? And therefore, you start building your tribe with exactly the right sorts of people. I'm sure you've had clients in the past where you've said, oh, that's hard work. That wasn't much fun. Really, they probably weren't the right sort of client for us. And it's probably because they weren't the right person to what your other clients all looked like. And that's what you needed to change. So the clearer you get on the movement you want to create, and every single person can create a movement. Think about what does your business really want to be able to do? Now, you can provide SEO services down here, but your movement is bringing together a hundred professionals who all contribute a percentage of their profits to whatever causes. And therefore, anyone that doesn't want to do that knows that they're not going to be the right sort of client for you. But for a lot of businesses, that would completely light them up and they want to be around others who want to do exactly the same. So you just need to start thinking about what are the things that are so important in this tribe movement mentality to you. And then you can't be afraid to start expressing it. See, in our tribe, in our movement, we want the top 1% of planners, the planners who want to be the one percenters who want to be able to help, who want to be able to contribute, who want to be able to create their own movements, who want to be more remarkable than all the other planners out there who just simply do exactly the same thing day in, day out. What does it look like for you? What sort of people do you want? How do you want them to be? How do you want them to act? When you start bringing people who are the same together, it's amazing at what you can do to contribute and make society a better place for more people. When you've got that way of thinking, not only is business more fun, not only are you making more impact, 
But in the end, you're going to have a bigger, better, and more profitable business. Hopefully, that's been super helpful. Tribe mentality, movement mentality. Just start playing around with it. And as always, if you've got any questions, if you're not sure, if you want to get something clarified, if you just want to shoot the breeze on how to get this tribe movement mentality, you can always reach out. Support at michaelgriffiths.com.au. Comment below if you're watching this across our socials or on our YouTube channel, Referral Marketing Guru. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Get more referrals today at your favorite podcast station. And if there's something in particular that you'd really like me to go through, shoot us an email. More than happy to be able to share the sorts of things that would make your business get more referrals, retain clients for longer, stand out in a crowded marketplace, and be that top one percenters in your industry. Till next time, guys. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you real soon. Take care, everyone.